It's time for the Daily Stand-Up Podcast presented by Agile Dad with your host, Lee Henson. Without any further ado, let's get started. So I have a quick question for you. Have you ever purchased a brand new car before and fallen in love with it at the dealership? Looked at it, fell in love with it, you test drove it, everything was wonderful, it was absolutely amazing. It was the perfect car for you. It was the exact right color. It had all the features that you wanted. Everything was good. And you were happy when you purchased it. You're like, this is my car. And you took ownership of it. And then you start driving in a road. And the next thing you notice is that on your ride home, which may only be a 15 or 20 minute ride, you notice seven to nine people who are driving the same exact car that you just bought. Now, before you purchased this vehicle, you never saw these cars anywhere on the road. But now that you own one, when you pull into the parking lot at Target, you notice there's five of them. When you pull into the parking lot at, at Great Harvest, you notice there's three. At Whole Foods, you notice there's four. Starbucks has three in line. It's just this car seems to be everywhere. It's just driving you crazy. This is the way that our mind works. Part of it is that if we program ourselves to look for certain things, we can, how about this? I'll, I'll change this. We can program ourselves to look for certain things unconsciously there that I think that when we, we, we set ourselves up, when you bought the new car, you didn't know that you're going to see it everywhere you went, but sure enough, afterwards you did. And it's a cognitive thing that, that it just happens in our brain and there's nothing we can do to control it. It's almost like you can manifest what you see. And that is true. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is because when we are in relationships, whether it's with our spouse, our children, other people, a lot of times what we think about or what we manifest are the negative things. So, for example, I once knew a dating coach and Kristen said that the number one mistake single women make is that they sit down with another coach or with someone else. And the first thing they tell them to do is sit down and write down all of the character traits and qualities that you do not want in another individual. So you can identify those and know what they are. Now, while on the surface, this might seem like, hey, that's a pretty pretty good idea to know what you don't want so that we don't get caught in that trap. (laughs) It's not always a good idea because then, much like when you bought the car, the second you write down that list, guess what you see every day around you? Every single guy you run into has one of those things that are negative, has something wrong, and you're constantly focused on the negative. And it's not like you were trying to. It's not like you're saying, hey, I want to rule men out of my life completely or women out of my life completely, so I'm going to write down every flaw that I don't want to run into. You were doing it in such a way to try to identify what you don't want so it would help lead you back to what you do ultimately want. Now, my question on the flip side is the same as this dating coaches. Why aren't we taking time to write down the things that we would want or that we do want or the things that we admire and the things that we love? (coughs) Why aren't we taking time to write down the sweet things and the good things? You know, whether it's your spouse and you're writing down the wonderful things that you love about them and showing appreciation or your child and telling them the top three things that you admire about them this week or whatever it might be. What's going to happen is when you start recognizing and looking and seeking the positives, that's when you're going to quickly discover that you're surrounded by the positives. The positives are going to keep pouring in. The people who are most successful dating are the people who focus on all the positive things. Trust me, 
you're going to have more than enough time in a dating relationship to find out and to unearth and to learn about those negatives. You don't need to put them up front. What you need to do up front is put together a list of things that are qualifiers. Now, I heard another another uh, long dad joke, but it, it's a good one, and I'll try to keep it short for you. I'll compress it. So a lady decided that she was going to find a new husband. So she went to a department store, and uh, she got to the department store, and the name of the department store was We Have Husbands. And on the first floor, they had a door, and the rule was, you could go, to, so the, the store was six, uh, the store had five stories, five different levels. And you could go to any of the levels you'd like, but once you advance and go up a level, you're not allowed to go back down and select the merchandise from that level. So you, whatever level you were on, you had to select your husband from that level. So she got to the first level. And the first level said, uh, on the door it had a sign, and it said, on this level you will find, and it said colon, and it says, guys who have jobs. She thought, okay, that's that's pretty good. She goes, do, do I want to go in on this level or do I want to keep on going up? And she decided, you know what? Guys that have jobs are great, but but I, I think I want to try level two and see what level two is about. So she went up to level two and level two was guys who care about family and have good jobs. And she's like, ooh, you know, I don't know. She says, this is really good. It's a lot better than level one. She goes, I don't know. She says, I think I'm feeling good about this. I'm going to press my luck. I'm going to go up to level three. She goes up to level three, and it's guys who care about families and children who respect their spouse, who have good paying jobs. I was like, wow. And they're good looking. She's like, ooh. She's like, this is like the jackpot. She's like, I really should go in here. She's like, this, this is looking good. She goes, but I don't know. She goes, what if there's something better on four? She's like, oh, she says, okay. She says, I'm going to try four. So she goes over to four and um, she goes up to the door and the door says, these guys are incredibly good looking. They love to cook and clean at home. They, they love children and, and they're family oriented. They attend church regularly they have well-paying jobs and, uh, and, and and no debt. And she's like, this almost sounds like a dream too good to be true. She goes, I have got to go in a store. And the second she put her hand on a handle, she says, what if five is even better? She goes, every single step along the way, it's been better. What if five is better? So she decided she's going to proceed up to five. And she saw the sign looked a little different on five. And she walked up to the door and it says, if you've made it this far, congratulations. It says, there are no men on this floor. It says, this floor was strictly created and designed to show that no matter how perfect the man is, they'll never, they'll never, they will never settle for him. I thought, wow, that joke is so cruel, you know, that everybody's looking for perfect. And when you get perfect, you don't even recognize it, that this applies in life too. It applies to our relationships. It applies to our jobs. It applies to who we are. When people are doing so many good things, if all we see is the negative, then we're going to keep on hunting for more and more positive is the hope. But if you're surrounded by negative, it's just going to bring you down. But even when the positive is there, sometimes you don't even see it. So I guess what I'm trying to say is, or you want more. <coughs> so what I'm trying to say is don't always, you know, always strive for better, but don't always strive for more. 
Look for ways and opportunities that you can seek out the best in other individuals. Look for ways that you can build relationships. Look for ways that you can acknowledge positive things. Start with positive thinking and positive vibes. Take time over the course of a relationship to discover if there are any negatives and and decide at that point whether it's something that you can overcome or whether it's a deal breaker. And I think that if you follow these these simple guidelines, these simple simple traits, that it's going to bring you to a path where you can have success in your life and success in relationships. So I hope this was helpful to you. I thank you for being here on Friday. I hope you have an amazing weekend. And until Monday, I encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care.